heard about an app today, like the the fake calculator app. What? Have you heard about this? No. That's not the the name was a little catchier than that, but basically. It's an app where the icon looks like a calculator, mm-hmm. and in the app, you hide all your secret stuff on your phone. Oh, I don't got no secret stuff. Well, I mean, I don't either. I was listening to another podcast about, like, a true crime podcast. There are other podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> they exist? None quite like this one. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I thought that was interesting. It made me want to go check everybody's phone, hit their calendar. Make make sure, I got to make sure my son doesn't have a calculator. Exactly. Well, Well, at least not a fake calculator. If that pops up, I know, you know, something's wrong because he's not using that. (laughs) (laughs) He's not using that thing. That's hilarious. All right, everybody. Welcome to season one, episode eight of the Strongly Worded podcast. I am Sue O'Lear. And I'm Johnny Hampton. And we are here in my in our lovely breakfast nook studio. <laughs> yes, the studio is on the move. The studio is on the move. We had to move it out of the dining room because that's where we put the Christmas tree in the front window. Oh. So in order to move the table over here, we had to move the blue chair. And I didn't want to put it in Gio's room just yet because of Thanksgiving, having people mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. So we had to... Move things around, That's right, and Tom. then we plugged in the the palm tree because I I got when the Christmas lights come out I can update the lights so they're amber and green like the tree. Oh, see. Yes, it's almost time for the Christmas tree. Being that Thanksgiving is a, upon us. Right, I get my tree usually Black Friday. I'm gonna pull it out and start setting it up. At some point tomorrow, I do the lights, but then I thought it'll be all there so that whoever's over on Thursday can decorate it. Yeah, see, I get a real tree. I would like to do that sometime. Oh, it's great. Does it really smell good the whole season? Whole season. Your cat doesn't try to lick all the water out? I've been lucky. Um, You know, we've had cats the majority, I think, of our relationship, me and Eb, and they haven't really messed with the Christmas tree. Really? Mm Mm-mm. It's never like falling down in the middle of the night or anything. Not really. All right. Well, I think a real Christmas tree would be cool. I'd like oh, to do that sometime. I've never had a fake Christmas tree. Never in your life? Never. Oh. I... Always real. Wow. Yeah. We had real ones sometimes growing up, and we had fake ones sometimes growing up. And we had more than one, usually. Yeah. I never had a fake tree, and I'll, I'll probably never have one. And my wife is saying, oh, when the kids leave, I don't care. I'll get a small, real tree. My friend in North Carolina, she and her husband took their two kids out to the mountains and cut one down. And it looks to be about 20 feet tall. Yeah, see, I'm not doing all that. <laughs> You're going down to the lot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, they they will have cut it now. Now, this year, I got to go to Home Depot. That's where you get your tree at, Home Depot? No, I, I did. And then one year, it didn't do so well. And then there was a, a spot here in town by the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. And these dudes get the trees from Pennsylvania. And they it's like a lot, like New York. Right. But they're not coming this year because of the pandemic. Oh, right. So I got to go to Home Depot or Lowe's. Or Walmart. Yeah, I, I hate Walmart. I know. Well. I cannot stand. Sorry, Walmart. I agree. Unless they agree to sponsor the show one day. <laughs> in, then, in which case... <laughs> Look at those rollbacks. Look at those rollbacks. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, yeah. We used to go to a lot um, in front of a little market, like a little grocery market in our neighborhood to get one. Yeah, I have. So me and my parents, we used to go to lots. And then, you know, we would borrow a car or whatever. Or my grandmother would help us because we didn't have a car. Right. You couldn't right. strap that sucker to a taxi cab? No. Can't <laughs> <laughs> That's not how that works. I remember once, um, me and Ed, I walked. We lived in Brooklyn. I walked somewhere to get the tree and carried the tree like 20 blocks. That's a long way. Yeah. That's, how many miles is that, 20 blocks? I don't know. That's the commitment to the real tree, though. That's quite a commitment. <laughs> yeah. um, our fake tree is white. You can't at least get a green fake tree. We've had green ones before, but I really like a white tree with white lights and silver and clear ornaments. My uncle, my uncle Bill used to get fake trees and he used to sometimes get white trees and mm-hmm. he would, he's like an artist. He would yeah. do them up. But. My mom's that way. She's an interior designer. Uh, yeah. There you go. Contrary to popular belief, we're not actually here to talk about Christmas. <laughs> Not decorating yet. We'll have yet. a special Christmas episode. And we will have to, but uh, we thought it would be fun. Um, we are recording again on a Tuesday. Today, No, today's Monday. What's today? Tuesday. Today's Tuesday, yeah. Today's Tuesday. Um, the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Yes. And uh, we solicited some questions from the podcast group, and we looked a few up and devised a few of our own and just thought it would be fun to do a fun kind of get to know you, would you rather, question, fun. We laughed a lot in the last episode, so we thought we'd do it again (laughs) this time and have some good, wholesome family fun for you to listen to while you're cooking your green bean casserole. Oh, yes, while you're cooking your nut butter (laughs) (laughs) banana pudding. I'm not making that for Thanksgiving. I will make one for your birthday, though, and you'll love it. I don't even like Nutter Butter, so. Oh, that's right. You don't like peanut butter, do you? I do. Oh, just not Nutter Butters? Yeah, I don't like Nutter Butters. I don't like Reese's uh, peanut butter cups. Well, what do know? you like peanut butter on? A spoon? I can eat on a sandwich. Peanut butter and jelly. I used to eat that all the time. But. You don't I, like a Reese's? Nah. You'll never see me eat those. That's weird. Why is that weird? I don't like there, pe- I don't like peanut butter who, with chocolate. There are, <laughs> it's weird. Who doesn't like a Reese's? Like right now, the Reese's um, Christmas trees are the best. I don't eat those. More for me. Twix. That's my favorite candy. Oh, I do like Twix. That's not a bad one. So do you want to go first with the questions? I really liked that episode that you put in, or that episode, that um, article. Yeah, I mean. That you that I put in the group, that you found that I put in the group. I mean, there were some really good questions. You know, my favorite question actually came in form. Is that your niece who asked that yeah, question? That's yeah, that's my niece. That is... Let's start with that one. That is one of my favorite ones. It was, who would you like to have interviewed on the podcast? Who would you like to interview? And yeah. I've, I've been thinking, thinking, thinking. I really... It would probably be... Someone like, um, like a like a Jim Clyburn, or probably, I want I want I would want to interview someone who's been alive before 
the Civil Rights Act. Oh, wow. That's what I would want to do. That's cool. Because I would want to ask them just how life is compared to then. Mm -hmm. Because I wasn't around then. Mm -hmm. I mean, my grandfather has told me some stuff, but... A lot of people don't like to talk about those kind of things. Well, that would be a fun juxtaposition with someone like my dad. Too, yeah. You know, I, I have often recently thought about what, he, what his life must have been like, you know, back then in the 60s, because he was so family focused. Yeah. And you know, they were having babies, and he was very, very focused on his career and uh, moving up to Michigan moving the family and I wonder like sometimes I wonder if they even noticed oh that that's tough I mean I'm sure you notice those things but I I think at times you don't you feel powerless to do anything about those things mm-hmm. you just live your life right you know what I'm saying like you're not gonna go out in the streets and and do stuff but yeah I mean it would probably be someone like that yeah. I'm watching The Crown oh, right now. Oh, I love The Crown. And I really need to learn more about Margaret Thatcher. Oh, she was a hammer. So you're watching the current season. Right, yeah. Oh, she was a hammer. And kind of sexist. She was very sexist. She did not. See, I don't want to give it away. I don't, I've, I've seen the okay. whole season already. And I'm... I don't know, six or seven episodes. Okay, in, you're six. Oh, so you're almost at the end. So you saw her talk to her daughter. Yes. Man. Holy crap balls. <laughs> so I think I've told you before that um, when my daughter sees those women for Trump signs, she calls them women who hate themselves for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> and it made me, that's what I thought of when I. Yeah, she, she was very old fashioned. It seemed. And at the same time, very progressive. progressive. Yeah. And that I, scene where she's ironing her husband's shirt when she gets home from work or unpacking a suitcase or running upstairs to make dinner. Well, yeah. Like when they remember when they, when they were hanging out with the queen and she was like, they went to unpack. She's like, no, I do that. Right. I was like, oh. right. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, the crown is excellent, first of all. And was it because she loved him that much, or was it because that was her role? That was her duty. Right. That's the thing. That was her role. You're not gonna. You're not gonna take my husband's stuff. I do that. Right. But yeah, she was sexist, mm-hmm. and she believed male children were more talented, mm-hmm. and female children were somehow less than because of their emotion. Mm-hmm. Emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Who would so you? Who would you interview? I mean that. Guys? You know that would. That would be a recent one that kind of hit me today. Well, that Margaret I would like Hatcher. to, yeah, that I well, would like dead. to speak to her. Well, I mean, it said anybody. Is it said anybody, dead or alive? I'm, oh, shoot. I don't think she put I any restrictions I on it. I didn't know that. If that was the case, I, Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X. But okay, if we're going someone dead, mm-hmm. then it would be James Baldwin, hands down. Oh, well, yeah. That's yeah, my. Yeah. That's my. That's guy. your man. That's my guy. So it would be him. He is the most eloquent. To me, the most eloquent spokesman mm-hmm. on race in America that I've seen. And I would love to talk to him. I wouldn't mind sitting down with Jesus. You know, you got a whole book, you know? Just read yeah, but I mean, it was written about him. He didn't write it. They are in stories inspired. <laughs> but that, I mean, don't you think he would be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you would correct a chapter or two, possibly. Possibly. Yeah. 
And then, you know, certainly talk to him a little bit about what, what's happening today. Yeah. And the people that claim him. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got, they got a lot of uh, what they call false prophets. Yeah. Yeah. For me, James Baldwin, if he's dead or alive. That's it. I would. Um, Hopefully I can talk to Jesus when I get there. Right. <laughs> Not the other guy. <laughs> There's a lot of people. Yeah, but yeah. Can you think of somebody you wouldn't want to sit down and talk with? Donald Trump. You wouldn't want to sit down and talk with him? Nope. I wouldn't want to sit down with Trump. Who else? I'm trying to think of some other people. That one's too easy. That's too easy. Um, well, let's see. Who else would I not? George Zimmerman. Right. Yep. That's a good one. Mm. Who else would I not want to speak with? Probably Adolf Hitler. Yeah, no desire. No desire to talk to him. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, Trump comes to mind first. I mean, I guess so, because you wouldn't it wouldn't be any real kind of honest. Yeah, I'm in the moment. I'm in in the moment. I just don't have time for charlatans. (laughs) I don't have time for charlatans. You have been watching The Crown. That's right. A little, cr- <laughs> little crown action for you. I don't have time for charlatans. <laughs> or the poppycock. <laughs> no way. What's that commercial? Flap doodle? <laughs> I think that was a good question. There was another one in there. Let me look at it. I think it was Joe. Oh, first impressions. What were uh, our first impressions of each other? Yeah, that, that was another good one. You see, and I didn't really... It's funny because the first time I met you guys, it was just at a basketball practice. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really have an impression one way or the other. Like, you know, That's not what I thought you were going to say. What did, what, did you think, what did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to talk about how I, I, how I would give feedback. But that's not the first impression, though. That's after okay. you had been on the team for a while. I guess it wasn't the right. first day and you were like, hey, when's my son going to play? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I, yeah. I, America and two other countries, I was not like that. Um. Czechoslovakia. I was not Wait, Czech, that kind Czech of basketball Republic mom. And Italy, mm-hmm. please shout them out. Czech Republic <laughs> and Italy. There's I only, was not that kind of basketball mom. There's only four streams between them, <laughs> <laughs> but they did listen. So, like, my first impression was just that you guys were nice parents because I remember just talking to you about why he didn't make the team, mm-hmm. and you guys weren't like. Maybe on the inside you were. But what, a little Yeah, you pissed? weren't. Yeah, you weren't like, it, this is an outrage. No. You were just like, oh, you didn't make it. So I, I thought to myself, man, that's so odd. Because mm-hmm. I would have been pissed. Well, we were at the time it happened, but, yeah. you know, this was. Months later. A few months later. Yeah, the season was over by right. then. So tell me about that. Do you think that if you were the head coach of a big high school like this, mm-hmm. would your jv team be full of kids you already knew or would do you think that you would see some kids like joseph that maybe just transferred in or i think you would always see some kids so right now i coach jv Mm -hmm. i'm the assistant on jv and there's a lot of kids that i have seen play but there's three or four that i didn't even know anything about Mm -hmm. because i've never seen them play um so were all the decision makers were they new to all the decision makers or just you Oh, 
you so know, maybe he just didn't show up for tryouts that day. Maybe it wasn't his day. You know, the thing about those tryouts, and, you know, so at the time, I didn't work at the school. I didn't know anything about the tryouts. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how did they miss this kid? Because you could see that he was athletic. You could He had a good jump shot. He knew how to cut. He knew where to be. He was in the ninth grade. How do you miss that kid? Mm-hmm. Then I got a job at the school, and there was a hundred something kids right. that showed up. Yep. And then I—that's when I said to myself, "Oh, that's, that's how. how. You <laughs> that's how you miss. There's a hundred something." And the thing about it is, so let's say Joseph played in open play. Mm-hmm. So you know they—they they run you through drills usually at a tryout. And you do certain things, and then you have some open play. But what if you're with a team that has a terrible point guard? Mm-hmm. That takes all the shots, and you never get to show. You never what you get can your hands do. on the ball. And what if you're guarding a guy who stinks, mm-hmm. and he can't do anything? So you don't even get to show that you can play. Well, defense. I would argue that that's one of the problems with a one-day tryout. I don't mean to make every single conversation we have come back to talking about my kid not making the team <laughs> freshman year, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. No, I, just, I mean I understand. Yeah, I understand that too. Um, but they also have conditioning that the kids know about where mm-hmm. you can show up and they have open gym where the kids show up too. So, What's but, your favorite way to spend a day wait, off? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, are we still talking? I feel I'm self-conscious what, still talking about. What was your first impression of oh, me? Oh, oh. I have to answer the questions too. I can't just fire them off. I mean, it's only I, fair. You know, kind of the same that my first, first impression of you um, Joe and I got in the car and talked about how nice it was to have somebody notice Joseph, mm-hmm. like how relieved we were, you know, to have somebody notice Joseph. And I remember your dad from that night too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it really was, you know, sort of kid focused. Yeah. We it's, were like, Phew. <laughs> it's so funny because, you know, when you're indirectly, you don't, you get your roster, you never see these kids, mm-hmm. so you don't know who they are. And so he knew most of those players because he had coached them from when they were young and they were on a high school team, but he didn't know Joseph. And so, like, you see the kids come in and you, you see Joseph come in and he's like, oh, got some size, you know, length. Mm-hmm. And then he takes a jump shot. <laughs> and me and my dad would always get together and be like, yeah, <laughs> look at this guy. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you get lucky sometimes. Yeah. 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 I'm going to the list, Johnny. All right, go to the list. What's your favorite way to spend a day off? Oh, wow. That's good. That is a good one. Isn't that a good one? Hmm. My favorite way to spend a day off. It's changed over the years. But I guess my favorite thing to do, I used to love going to the movies by myself. Oh, I haven't done that in so long. Um, When I used to have days off from school and stuff like that, I would go to the movies by myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always have a fantastic story from doing that. I had, back in the day, a CD, a Discman. Remember the Discman? <laughs> I totally had a Discman. And my but dad, I called it a Discman because I'm from the Midwest. <laughs> my dad would always take my stuff and break it. On purpose? Nah, but he was, you know, he was rough on stuff. Okay. And he would always take it without permission. And then you get it back and it's broken. <laughs> Sounds like your kid. Yeah. Not your kid, but like someone's kid right. would do that. And I told him I had this new Discman. It was red, Sony. Discman. Mm-hmm. And I told him, don't take my Discman. 
<laughs> dying that you're calling it a discman. It's a discman, like a Walkman. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what do we want? Never I, mind. I got my Walkman. No, <laughs> no, I'm pretty discman. sure I called it a Walkman too. <laughs> so I go to the movies, Green Acres, uh, Sunrise Cinemas, for all you people from Queens. And I get off the dollar van, and I'm going to see. I think there, there was the re-release of Star Wars, because I'm a big Star Wars guy. And I walk out the dollar van, which is like a gypsy cab. I don't know if you know about. That. Okay. And I hear this guy singing, at the top of his lungs. And I say to myself, that sounds like my dad. <laughs> now, mind you, this is like a Wednesday or something like that, which. He should be at work, but he is not. I walk up and my dad is singing at the top of his lungs with my brand new discount. <laughs> and I tap him on the shoulder and he says to me, what the F are you doing here? And I look at him and I say, I have the day off from school and work. What are you doing here? With my discipline. Oh, son, I was just going to borrow it and have it back before you even knew. And it probably would have been broken. But you intercepted it before he had the chance? No, I let him keep it. Aw. What was he singing? I don't even remember. It was so loud, though. <laughs> yeah, so my, on a day off, I like to do stuff like go to the movies mm -hmm. uh, or just relax at home. Mm -hmm. um, I used to like reading a long time ago, but I don't read a lot anymore. No. Mm -mm. I like, if, if the day off is a rainy day, I like to stay home. Especially if, if it can be a rainy day with windows or the sliders open so you can hear the rain. Like that'll, that's a day that I'll want to stay still. If it's a rainy day, I'm sleeping. Mm -hmm. Like I'm napping on the couch watching TV or whatever. Michigan football. A, <laughs> <laughs> I'm protesting Michigan football right now. <laughs> But uh, if it's a sunny day, especially down here, I'll go to the beach and walk or sit or swim. So I lived in Florida mm -hmm. 15 years. I just started going to the beach this year. What's happening to you, Johnny? You, you, you're starting to go to the beach. You're going to play golf with your friends now <laughs> at, yeah. at the club. <laughs> yes, I play golf now. Not well, but I, play, <laughs> but I do play some. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a real... Aristocrat. <laughs> I don't have time for the charlatans. The, char the charlatans. <laughs> I don't have time for the charlatans. What's your favorite ice cream topping? Mm. I know this one. This one's easy. It's like a top. I, I guess I'll go with hot fudge because I'll get that more often than not. Yeah? Yeah. I like magic shell. Magic? What, what, even, what is that? It's the, the fudge that you pour out and then it gets hard on the ice cream, like, oh, like the dips. Oh, I never knew that was called magic shell. How did you not know that? You don't remember <laughs> the commercials when we were kids when it came out and it was new and it was probably hard, hardened because of some chemical that's... I don't think they had those commercials in New York. I've never heard of magic shell. You've never heard? I mean, they still have it in the store. I know what you're talking about because you used to, get, you used to be able to get that from the ice cream truck. Uh-huh. But... I don't. I never knew it as magic shell. For me, it's hot fudge. Come on, Michiganders, you're gonna have to respond when we post this <laughs> that you know what I'm talking about. Magic shell. Magic shell. Sue's out here making up stuff. I'm not though. <laughs> I'm not though. All right, let's see. What's your favorite sleeping position? I sleep one way only, <laughs> on my left side, mm -hmm. 
and that's 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 how I sleep. All right, then. And, and yeah, it's crazy because I, and I have to be on the right side of the bed, so it drives my wife crazy sometimes. Because mm-hmm. I'm like I'm sleeping with my back towards her all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she hates it. That's Hate. how I, I fall asleep with my back. But to there's a too. reason that I sleep that way. Which is okay. So when I was a kid. <laughs> I knew this would, your sleep position, position stems back to when you were a kid. Yeah, seriously. I believe it. I'm saying. I, so when I was a kid, my bedroom oh. had the, it had no heat. I mean, it had no, it had no air conditioning. It had heat, but no air conditioning. Mm-hmm. And my bed was against the wall. Oh, so the wall was on. Anyway, to get cool, mm-hmm. I would turn against the wall to feel the coolness of the wall. Mm-hmm. And the wall was, to face that wall, I had to sleep on my left side. And that's why I do that. And that, that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote, unfortunately. <laughs> I like to sleep on my right side with pillows oh. all the way. And then Joe, like being the inside spoon to Joe. <laughs> I'd say that's cool. Until I get overheated. And then I... You, you kick everybody off. I kick everybody off me. <laughs> And I flip over to my left side with the same pillows, but on top of the covers. But I think eventually, like, sometimes Ebb will wake me up and I'll be sleeping on my back. So I'll start off on the left side. Yeah. But then, yeah. But yes, it goes back to my childhood. <laughs> Just, I'm sorry. You have a story for everything. I do. What's one thing that can instantly make your day better? Instantly make my day better. Um... Hearing from either my wife or my kids, that usually makes my day better. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Don't tell my wife I said this. She's behind in episodes. So, it's, it's <laughs> so it'll, be, it'll be a while before she be hears it. <laughs> <laughs> she's like episode four or five, so she's got to waste And she's got to listen to him in order. Yes. Yeah, Joe felt a little weird getting out of order today. Like, I was, I was saying to my wife, I was saying to Ebony, hey, you know, the sound in episode seven is great. She's like, I'm not up to that one yet. Alright, cool. But it's not a cereal. You can mix and match. As long as you listen to them all. As long as you listen to them all. It's like Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. I don't know anything about Pokemon. But you know Magic Shell. Okay. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, instantly makes my what instantly makes my day better. I'm trying to think of an answer that's not the same as yours because normally it would be, you know, a, a text that I'm not expecting from Joe or the kids. Yeah. Joe's really good at firing one out, one out in the middle of the day that's just like, you know, how's your day? He's way better at that than me. Yeah, me and Em, me and em don't do that. You know, she does that sometimes. I'll take that back. She will, she will text me and ask me how my day was. I used to get one occasionally in the middle of the day from my dad, and that was cool. That's nice. That was cool. Um... Do you have any pet peeves? Um, what do you mean, pet peeves? Like, I mean, like pet peeves. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm, I, I... Loud eaters for me. No, I don't really. I care. tell you where I sit right now at work. <laughs> I'm s- sort of out in an all-purpose room mm-hmm. because our, the office is under construction, so everybody comes and eats their lunch there. It's sort of a, a break room right now for everybody. <laughs> so you're hearing everybody chew all day? Yeah. But um, many, many of them don't bother me. Or, you know, we chit-chat or whatever. I put my earbuds in. 
but there's one in particular. I'm not going to say if it's a man or like just in, on the off chance that anybody listens to this that I work with. But there is one extraordinary. She's talking about you, Dave. No, I'm just, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even work with a Dave. I, I, I don't. Um, but yeah, there's one extraordinarily loud eater, and it's that ASMR loud. Like I, you can hear every detail of it, and it makes oh. me want to punch him in the throat. Hopefully. You said him. Or her. Now we know. Or her. You know who you are. You know who you are. It makes me want to punch him or her in the throat. I'm trying to think of this one thing people do that drives me crazy. Like not 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 anything like that. I it drives me crazy when people correct other people's grammar on Facebook. Like seriously. Everybody messes up when they're typing something on Facebook. Don't don't mess with people. Trying to make a point. I, Just I, take their point and move on. Most it. of the time, I don't even correct you if you speak it wrong. Right. If I know what you meant. Right. You know, you're like, I'm not an English teacher, so. I mean, I'll correct myself occasionally, but Me I don't too. correct I, I am one for the asterisk. Yes. <laughs> you are. You are. Oh, man. What song always gets you out on the dance floor? There's a lot. Uh, let's see, Mo Money, Mo Problems, Notorious B.I.G., Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See, Buster Rhymes, um, <laughs> The Wobble. <laughs> I've, I've seen you run out for The Wobble. <laughs> the Wobble or The Electric Slide. There's a bunch. I like to dance. Would you like to know how white I am? <laughs> you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Copacabana. <laughs> no lie. <laughs> Her name was Lou. She was a showgirl. So I had a group of friends in college who uh, taught me, who had a dance to Copacabana that they taught me. <laughs> wait. Wait, wait, wait. All right, so listen. There. So you were doing choreography to Copacabana? That's how white I am. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty white. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, it uh, is i can't help who i am so what you listen to all types of music right? i do yeah i'm the same way i do yeah i always have but being a fitness instructor for so long mm. especially you know when we were teaching zumba and all the dance fitnesses you, i learned a lot about music from all over the world and that definitely broadened my music horizons you want to you want to guess if I have a story as to why I listen to all types of music? I'll bet you. I'm guessing well, yes. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast. When I was a kid, now, you know, now I can't go to sleep with any TV or nothing. No radio. Yep. I need quiet. But when I was a kid, I used to listen to the radio. And my mom would say to me, you can't listen to any hip hop or R&B. You have to listen to Light FM. That's what it was in New York. 106.7 WLTW Light FM. <laughs> and in the nighttime, they would play all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. Billy Joel, Elton John, mm -hmm. Luther Vandross. Mm -hmm. That is how I got to listen to all kinds of music. Yeah. When I would turn on the radio late, you know, fall asleep late at night, at least on a Sunday night, I listened to Dr. Ruth. So there you go. I'm just going to let that go. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Wow. Mm -hmm. When you were a kid? 
I mean, it was at, like the radio station was Wait, 105, CK 105.5. <laughs> Why are you ducking the question, though? <laughs> I don't think I was like little, little. No. I mean, I wasn't five. You were 13, 14? Probably 14, 13, 14. Uh-huh. Dr. Ruth. Uh-huh. And I didn't understand how I was, was listening about, to but... the quiet. So now you're trying to talk your way. I would, <laughs> <laughs> I would listen to the quiet storm. Thank you very much. <laughs> the quiet storm. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'd listen to Dr. Ruth Westheimer. And people were calling in? Yeah. Like you, wow. So you were listening to adults. Yes. Calling about their sex problems when you were a teenager. Yep. Salute to Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I've ever like, shout to you, Joel. Here, <laughs> <laughs> man. Well, you know, I never listened to Doctor Roof, but when I was a teenager, I I read a book on sex from the library. You checked it out of the library. You read nah, it at the library. I went to read it there. <laughs> How is that any better than me quietly listening to Doctor Ruth? I mean. <laughs> Dr. Ruth, that people are telling you about there. I mean, that seems, you know. All right. Well, and judge you, me then. And you, That's cool. <laughs> no, I'm not judging you. I'm sure it worked out for Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and me, thank you very much. I will claim my own. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. <laughs> Ready for another one? Yeah. What's your favorite meal, breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Mm, breakfast. That's although it. I although I don't eat it as much. Yeah. But I do enjoy breakfast. I like breakfast, but I like dinner food for breakfast. Dinner food for mm-hmm. breakfast? Mm-hmm. Most people like breakfast food for dinner. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I love last night's leftovers for breakfast. Mm. And I guess really my favorite breakfast, if I were ordering at a restaurant, would be steak and eggs. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I no, I like to have breakfast food for breakfast, but I don't eat breakfast like I should. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I'm not. Yeah, you're already on me. I, A I, little, I, and only because I have to. I I need to be on myself. Like I'm telling you, I'm gearing up for Monday. I got to get some of this crap out because I feel awful. You know, I go to this comfort food right now because I'm sad. Yeah, I get that. And it just makes me feel worse to eat it. And I get sore and stiff and in pain. I like my, you know, all my autoimmune flares up. Um, have you ever disliked something and then changed your mind? Yes. Food. I used to dislike stuffing. Now I love it. Mm-hmm. That's um, how I feel about ham. I used to dislike ham. No, I don't love it, but I'll eat it. But most of the time when I dislike something, I don't come around. Now, I've liked people and things and didn't like them anymore. But not the opposite. Yeah, not the opposite. I mean, there's got to be somebody we disliked and now we like. Nah, I don't usually change my mind on that. Either but way. There, but there's people I like that I don't like no more. I can tell you that straight up. The- <laughs> <laughs> that happens all Hashtag group chat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That happens a lot. Yeah, I'm trying to feel like... There's somebody. But I guess, I mean, I, um, nothing's coming to mind. Hmm. Though I will tell you what, I was not a huge Kevin Costner fan until Yellowstone. What? Uh, okay. I mean, it's, 
All right. That's where we're going to end tonight. Um, <laughs> How in the world? So you didn't like No Way Out? You didn't like? Um, I kind of liked, uh, what's the one? Wait, wait. The baseball one? You kind of like Field of Dreams? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just, I, I didn't really connect with him. He wasn't my favorite. What is happening? All right, wait. So we're going to, we're going to. Are we really going to do this? I have never seen Dances with Wolves. Um, Man. Um, he was in The Untouchables, right? He was all right in The Untouchables. He was. What is happening right now? <laughs> he was all right in The Untouchables. What is going. Okay, listen. <laughs> First of all, I love Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. You know that? Yes. Okay. What we're saying about Kevin Costner is this is very. It's blasphemous almost. I mean, you, you if, didn't if, like if, him till this year. If you Two listeners years? could see Johnny, he very adamantly a, picked up his phone. I think he's going to the IMDb. Going, you know, I'm going. With, yeah, I went to Wikipedia, but okay, let's see here. Filmography. Let's see Kevin Costner's filmography. I mean, are we kidding? He's won two Academy Awards, but just didn't like him until Yellowstone. Is there a rule? There's no. There, so you didn't. You didn't like Bull Durham. I don't think I saw Bull Durham. <laughs> I think Johnny's about to break up with me, ladies and gentlemen. So you didn't this see is our farewell episode. And you say you, you never saw Revenge? I don't think I've ever heard of Revenge. The Bodyguard? Oh, yeah, I saw The Bodyguard. Man. It's all right. Wow. Okay, well, well, you know, you find something new every day. Um, how, Maybe I could go back and watch some of that stuff now and like it more now that I, I like him in Yellowstone. He is a fantastic actor. Like what? I, I mean, can he just not be my cup of tea? No, I, I get that. Sure. Kevin Costner. <laughs> like, okay. All right. I mean, is there any other actors you hate? Like, I didn't say I hated him. You didn't like him until... I mean, he was just never... Okay, so are there any other famous actors who you think are just okay? Well, there's one that I really dislike. Who's that? Tom Cruise. Oh, my goodness. I knew you were going to say this. Ugh. Blech. Uh, I saw Top Gun, liked it. All the right moves, not bad. Risky business, sure. But then, you know, after that, uh, so I think maybe like, I, I know too much about him as a person. So, so, you, don't, I, I so can't. you don't like any of the Mission Impossibles? Oh, no. Totally not my kind of movie. No. You ever watched The Last Samurai? Nope. Tom Cruise is in it. Why would I watch that? A Few Good Men? That was all right. Yeah. Was, I, it, I, you know, it was kind of good despite him, not so, because of him. So clearly maybe we need a movie critic podcast <laughs> because you are a few good men is like a classic movie. Well, it is. But I, I like it despite him, not because of him. What I don't we, care for. I don't care for him. And do? all those teeth and all that Scientology. Wait, first of all. The Scientology doesn't have anything to do. I have with a hard time separating. Like I, I just said it. I have a hard time separating who he is as a human. Jumping up and down on the couch. Katie Holmes had to. You need to watch the last samurai. Sneak out of that that marriage with you, her kid. You need to watch the last samurai. Okay. The last samurai and Bull Durham. I'll do it. You have, you ever saw Minority Report? No. <laughs> Help me out, ladies and gentlemen. I, I don't know what's happening right now. So two of probably the better actors of our generation 
one of them was okay to okay seriously people who are listening right now i am not the only person in the strongly worded podcast group that doesn't like tom cruise i guarantee it i bet you they wouldn't say a few good men was okay it was good despite him wow it was good despite the main character <laughs> the main despite ca- the actor who played the main character wow listen i said what i said <laughs> <laughs> You think you know somebody. I, know. I guess our friendship is really being tested today. So I, I'm not a huge movie buff, really. Yes. I go through phases, I think, but, but yes. I'm not a huge movie That's why you didn't watcher. know about the March of the Wind Soldiers. <laughs> yeah. but I And if we're going to watch a movie, I don't want to go see it in the theater unless it's something I know I'm going to like. I'd rather wow. watch it at home. See, I'm a big, I don't know, I've always been a big movie person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love going to the movies. It's one of the things I miss. Most during the pandemic. Yeah. Going to the movies. I don't like spending all that money. I don't have disposable income anymore. I'm not I'm not rich. <laughs> so you say. <laughs> I mean, I I understand that like it can be expensive when you get the popcorn and stuff. I just love going to the movies. Mm-hmm. Always have. I prefer to watch something in the theater mm-hmm. than to wait for it to come out on video. Yeah. On so. video. <laughs> we still have old school talk. Yeah. When was old- the last time you went and rented a video? <laughs> it's been a do while. Do they still have Redbox even? Yeah, they do. Do they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, I go, there is occasionally something I'll see that I'll say to Joe, I want to see big, you know, but. Yeah, I love the movies. Love it. I took a few film classes in college that made me really enjoy watching old movies. Mm. Um, but yeah. yeah. You know what I've always wanted to do? There was, some years ago, the American Film Institute, I think, came out with like their 100 best movies of all time. I would like to watch all 100 of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's something I would Minus like to the do. ones with Tom Cruise. Well, he's not that good, so he shouldn't be on the not list. Not to me. So the last movie I saw in the theater, though, was um, Endgame. And it was the only one in the franchise that I'd really... No, I guess I'd seen... Um, I might have seen a couple what here and there. But <laughs> I'm not a, a superhero movie watcher, but... So you watched Endgame. I watched Endgame and with, with did, the Joes. And did not... And they had... And the Joes had seen all of them. Every single one. And so the, so the payoff was not as big for you. Well, okay, so... I can't, I, I had a day off and Joe had a day off and we were going to drop Joseph off at school and go run some errands together. And it, it was a random day where there was a bomb threat at school and they weren't letting people out in the car line. Oh, wow. So we drove around for a while and whatever and said, I, I don't, I don't know if we drove by the movie theater and there were cars already parked because it was just newly out. And I said, you can go see it a movie this early and there was like an 8 30 screen time yeah because it's a big movie because it was a big movie so the th- so we let joseph skip school with us anthony and, and i have seen see every movie i believe it i think joe has too and we, joe's seen a lot of, joseph's seen a lot of them now since seeing it i have seen some iron man <laughs> i don't know which one but i like robert downey jr an awful lot he's excellent and I have seen um, Black Panther. Another good one. And I've seen the Deadpools. Yeah. 
Oh, we love those. I'm not a big Deadpool fan. I love Ryan Reynolds. I, I like him too, but I'm just not a big Deadpool fan. What? Yeah. You're not a big Deadpool fan? Ryan Reynolds is Compa- such a good actor. Co- comparing that to Kevin Costner and Tom Cruise, I, I think not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but okay. Yeah, I haven't really... I've tried to go see Star Wars movies twice, and I fell asleep both times. Yeah, you, you don't seem like a sci-fi person. Mm-mm. I mean, no. if you, you're telling me you don't like heroes, the, the sci-fi is probably not going to yeah. be for you. It's not my jam. But so what movie, what is one movie every time it's on, you have to watch it? There are probably, there are several. If I'm flipping around and I see 16 Candles, okay. I have to stop and watch. Um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, <laughs> Hilarious yeah. movie. Um, why am I drawing a blank? There are so many. I mean, we watched all the, like the John Hughes movies with the kids. Early on in the pandemic. Yeah, your, do- your daughter actually told me one day she likes those. Yeah. <laughs> those are our favorites. Don't judge me. No, I'm not judging you. I mean, I think... Those are good movies. Most of them, I think, were semi-appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she's a teenager, so mm-hmm. it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, if Godfather 1 or 2... Oh, movies, yes. I'm watching oh, that. Yes, I will stop and watch. No matter And I feel what. the same about Rocky movies. Yeah. Godfather 1 and 2, that's it for me. Mm-hmm. And probably after that, it's probably the five heartbeats. You ever see that movie? Oh, it's been a long time. Yeah. Those are like two of my, three of my favorite movies. Yeah. But I will does, stop and watch the Godfather. I can quote stuff from like from the Godfather. Mm-hmm. Like, I love. Did you read the book? No. No? Nope. I just watched, the, I watched the movies with my dad when I was young. And now nah, I, I have them things on VHS. Mm-hmm. I have them on DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good movies. Yeah. I, in fact, I remember th- three, which we don't have to talk about. <laughs> but, you know, as a family, we were really excited to see three. And it's funny because... And it, I, it came out at Christmas. Yeah. And we went Christmas night, all yeah. of us together, to go see it. I remember two things about that movie. The one is that it came out in the neighborhood I live. Someone got shot at the movie theater the night it came out. Oh, and they put metal detectors in after that. Uh-huh. But, like, watching the movie, it's okay. Like, and it won like best pictures in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it did it won better best... than it should have. Right. And because the first two are so great, mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, forget about number three. Mm-hmm. It's okay. But the first two, the first two are so good, sometimes I forget that they're not one long movie. Right. Yeah. That's how good those are. Um, I will stop and watch any Rocky movie. I love the Rocky movies. Did you see Creed? Yeah. Creed, yeah. yeah, Creed was good. Yep. Yeah, I thought. And Rocky, there's another one coming out, right? I thought, yeah, I thought Creed two came out already. Uh-huh. Which, did you see Creed two? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was. I thought Rocky got robbed for Creed. He was so good in Creed. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, see, not every, not my, my entire movie taste isn't off. Just I mean, I mean, Tom Cruise is gross. Wow, Tom Cruise is a great actor. He is not a great actor. Did you see The Last Samurai? No, but you know what? I went to the theater school. I studied acting most of my life. Watch The Last Samurai. Not most of my life. The early part of my life. Watch The Last Samurai, and we will have this discussion again. Okay. Because I think that's an underrated Tom Cruise movie, Last Samurai. I just don't look at him and see great actor. I see maybe I'll give him uh, great at getting scripts that make him not have to work that hard. In, to act. I'm going to, I don't know if I have The Last Samurai on DVD. But if I'll I do, 
If I do, I'm bringing it here. All right. The Last That's Samurai it. is excellent. Okay. My all right. Goodness. All right. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Uh, you want to go to some questions about career? Oh, I guess. We'll do a couple. I have a boring career. <laughs> I do. I'm an accountant. I don't think that's boring. It's not exciting. <laughs> this question is, what annoys you the most at work? I know what your answer is. I know uh, what my answer is. Um, the, I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't know if I should say I, it. I, I don't know if I should. They listen to okay. the podcast. So. Nothing at all annoys us. I love work. everyone. And maybe we should skip the work ones. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm sure there's some good ones in here. Like, I'm, are you a work to live? Or, I know this one. Are you work to live or a live to work type you already person? Know. I'm a work to live person. Yep, me too. I always tell people, you know, when I go to parties, I don't tell them I'm Johnny Hampton accountant. Like, right. That's not. No, you're Coach Johnny. This no. is a good one. <laughs> but this is a good one. How would your 10-year-old self react to what you do now? Hmm. He would find it boring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My 10-year-old my self would find what I do boring. Um, I think when I was 10 years old, what did I want to be? A lawyer or something like that? I wanted to be an actress. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. <laughs> be like, nobody knows what I do, really, because I'm like Chandler. But my 10-year-old <laughs> me would be like, what are you doing, woman? What's the worst job you ever had? Um, Wendy's. Hmm. Worst job I've ever had. Really? Mm -hmm. My first job, I was a freshman in college living in Chicago, and I got a job um, uh, making telephone calls soliciting donations for the National Organization for Women. And they were complete cold calls. Like we'd walk in and they'd <laughs> hand us a photocopy of a page of the phone book. Mm. It was awful. That yeah. didn't last long. For me, Wendy's. Freshman year, college. Um, do you have a work best friend? I do. I have, to, I have a couple of work best friends. I got best friends at work. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I do. Shout out Tiffany. Just yeah. got engaged. Got yeah, a big I'm, sparkler on her, um, on her finger. Yeah, Vanessa, Remember being in that part of life? I'm very close to actually all my coworkers, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, the controller, we call, we call her affectionately Cousin Vanessa because we said if we go on Family Feud, we're going to bring her along. Yeah. Even though she's white, we're going to see... We, we, <laughs> At the time, we even were, though she's white, right? You know, she can't be cousin <laughs> Vanessa. I mean, we're black. I mean, sure she, she can. She's not biracial. Okay, <laughs> she's super white. <laughs> so we were gonna have her at the time when before my cousin got married. We were gonna say she was married to my cousin <laughs> and put her on Family Feud. <laughs> so we could win. I love it. Well, how do you deal with work stress? I don't. And that's probably a problem, right? That's, could I don't, be. <laughs> you know, I like a lot of stuff happens at work. And sometimes, I, you know, every now and then I'll say something and they'll be like, there goes Johnny. But mm -hmm. for the most part, I don't say too much. I internalize a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Talk to my wife about it when I get home. Yeah, I come home and vent about it. And mm -hmm. Joe's eyes glaze over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But not today, ladies and gentlemen. Today I'm happy about work. Oh, yes, yes. Um, okay, so I'm going to move on. I, I think we got to be careful talking about work. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to scroll down. These questions are about family. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. We are a family podcast. We are a family pod, and it's Thanksgiving week. So yeah. Uh, who are you the closest to, and why? In my family. Mm hmm. Mm. Well, it used to be my dad. 
But now, the closest family member, not 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 including my wife, like yeah, I think spouses are a given. Um, it's probably the, you know my mom and my daughter, or my eldest child, I should say. Your eldest child, right? Yeah, my mom for sure. What I like about hanging out with my mom is neither one of us feel like we have to make small talk with each other. Like we're comfortable in the mm-hmm. silence with each other. I like that. Um, what's your favorite family tradition? Um, my favorite family tradition is uh, decorating the Christmas tree together. Oh, that's my favorite one. It's very Hallmark movie. Sweet. <laughs> Super cheesy. <laughs> yes, I've been doing it the same way since I was a kid. I get the Christmas tree, take all the stuff, put the lights on. First Christmas song has to be the Christmas song from Nat King Cole. Oh, that's a, yeah. Yep. And we rock out. Joe's first Christmas song has to be, um, it's the most wonderful oh, time. That's a good one. Of the year. My second year. I used to sing that song, however, when Michigan football season started. But I'm protesting this season. (laughs) You sure? They're not protesting? That's what it seems like. (laughs) It does seem what it seems like. My second way. I got another family. My second favorite one is, and now, you know, Tiara's older now. We, on Christmas Eve, every Christmas Eve, we sit down and we watch the Polar Express. That's very, also very Hallmark Christmas. Very sweet. That's what we do, though. When we moved down here, we started a New Year's Day tradition. Mm -hmm. The four of us go down to the beach on New Year's Day morning, manifest. Nice. Say what we need to say. The first year we did it, it was cold (laughs) that day. And it was cool. Like, it invigorated Mm. us. Um, We weren't going to go because it was kind of misty and whatever. But we piled in the car anyway because we said we were going to do it. Mm -hmm. We took the dogs. Nice. And had some fun, windy selfies and whatever. And the second year we went down to do it and wanted to recreate it just the same. And it was hot. (laughs) (laughs) That typical Florida in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How do you show your family you love them? Oh, I tell them all the time. I hug them, kiss them. I'm a, a, when it comes to that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty outgoing. Mm -hmm. Like my family knows that I love them. I would say the same thing. Like I even kiss my son, and I don't. I think he hates it. Yeah. No, I still like my. We still. I still kiss my parents. My parents yeah. would still kiss me. I kissed him on the forehead just yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Yeah. I say it all the time. It's always the last thing we say to each other. We never have to worry about what our last words are. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's what it always is. Mm-hmm. Do you have nicknames for each other? Um. I don't have a nickname. Um, I call Tiara T-Bird. Aww. Um, I don't have a nickname for Anthony. Yeah, I never hear you call him anything but Anthony or employee number eight. Oh, that's the nickname. <laughs> employee number eight. I'm employee number eight. I make baskets. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the nickname I gave him. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We forgot about that. Well, you, I mean, you say it the way you, you probably don't even... Yeah, like, it's, oh, that's it's like, my kid's nickname. It's like second, yeah, it's like second mm-hmm. nature to me. Mm-hmm. I even say it sometimes when we're talking to the team. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> my, I come from a family of nicknames. My oldest, my, my, my brothers go by Chip, Dale, and Butch. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, so listen, I, <laughs> this is hilarious. So <laughs> <laughs> I did not know your brother went by the name Chip, mm-hmm. but it's so funny. So I often joke with my wife that she's going to run away with a rich white man. And the name I often use? Chip. Chip. <laughs> it won't be my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Very devoted yeah. family man. But yeah, so Chip is a junior, is a George Jr. Oh, nice. Chip off the old block. That's awesome. Thing. That's, a, that's a great nickname. Yeah. And Dale... I mean, if you have a chip, you have to have a Dale. Mm. But um, <laughs> Dale is his middle name, actually. Uh, and Butch, I don't know. I wasn't born. I like the chip. Chip yeah. off the old blind. I like that. And I was Susie. My dad had a nickname. They used to call him the Chief. The Chief. <laughs> you could, really? You can see it, can't you? Yeah. 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 Um. What would be something your family would be surprised to learn about you? Um, most people in my family probably would be surprised to learn that I can write poetry pretty well. I actually write poetry. Like if you can give me a topic, I can write about it. Easily. I think that's cool. Yeah. My son did it one. He actually tested me on it one day. And then I wrote him a poem, like, in five minutes from work. And I texted it to him. <laughs> he was like, what? So I don't want to insert myself into this. <laughs> but when I was uh, a bartender mm-hmm. for years, uh, my talent... <laughs> oh, boy. ...was so writing... Wait, wait. Listen, I hope, I, don't, I hope this talent doesn't have anything to do with Dr. Ruth. <laughs> well, <laughs> as a matter of fact... Oh, my goodness. I could write... Naughty limericks on bed maps. <laughs> you see, that's why you don't let your kids listen to Dr. Ruth. Because years later, they're writing naughty limericks. Yep. On bed naps. <laughs> for tips. I made great money. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Let's see. Let's pick one more for our wrap up. Would you rather someone be honest and hurt your feelings or lie to protect them? Uh, always honest. Always. Always. Yeah, I got it. Always? Always. 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 Just tell me the truth. Because the truth is not going to hurt my feelings most of the time. Most of the time. You know what I mean? Like, the truth is the truth. You can't I always say you can't get mad at someone for how they feel. So if they feel some kind of way about you, that's how they feel. Mm-hmm. Can't be upset with that. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I don't want to hear it. Hey, listen. I understand to some people I'm an acquired taste. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I may not be for everybody. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because who I'm for, I'm who, you know? You know, but it's not uh, like the kinds of things that will hurt my feelings are, um, I mean, like Joe knows where those little insecurities are. Oh, yeah. I mean, your spouse is always going to know. I mean, Eb can, say stuff. Eb can say something that can hurt my feelings that most other people cannot. Exactly. Like, she can tell me, I, I could be telling the story and she might not be interested in it. It could really hurt my feelings, whereas a random dude, I'm like, who cares? Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I like the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't want to hear any lies. And if you tell the truth, things work out anyway. Yep. For the, you, to me. You don't have to 
Remember what you said, if you tell the truth. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> you got that right. All right. Well, that was fun. A fun little get to know you. I could keep going, but we've already, I mean, we've been going for an hour. <laughs> but I, I love that. We might have to come back to we this. Have, we have to do a part two. We may have to do a part we two. find out who else Sue hates that's a great actor of our generation. <laughs> Maybe a fun episode would be to come with like our top ten list of of movies, of films. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Of course. You know. Tom Cruise will not be on mine. That's a shame. Because... He's not a great actor. I want you to watch. I understand. Last... And I mean, I like... I bet you they have listen, it on demand. Even a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and again. Are you kidding me? This guy has made some classic movies. But that doesn't mean that he's a great actor. Because... So the movies are good, despite Listen, I, So Jerry Maguire was good because of Cuba Gooding Jr., that's what he's telling me? All right, I might give you Jerry Maguire. That was a good movie. But again, it's a script that is, it kind of fits his manic, weird. Is it his fault that he's a good, he, he picks out good scripts? That we're going to blame him for that? But it doesn't make him a fantastic actor. Like, as, as a person who studied the craft and, and okay. sees people who really transport themselves into I different... How many times are you gonna play this actor card? But okay. Listen, I start to make a point, and you, you know, da, 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 da. telling you, even All, a broken clock is right twice a day. Okay. I would like you to see the Last Samurai, a movie called titled the, Last the Last Samurai, which is a so, clear departure from his manicness. Okay. And I would like you to tell me what you think about it. Okay. I'll do it. Matter of fact, we should watch it together. <laughs> Me, you, and Joe. Joe uh, likes movies. Joe likes movies. Has he seen The Last Samurai? I, I doubt. Think. I don't know. Not that I know of. I'm going I'm to find out. I cannot. Oh, my goodness. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we will post this on Strongly Worded Wednesday tomorrow. You can let me know your opinions on Tom Cruise, The Last Samurai, Truth Telling. Kevin Costner, Kevin. <laughs> A Few Good Men, which is an excellent movie. It is a good movie. Just, It's not a good movie because Tom Cruise was in it. It was a good movie because Jack Nicholson was in it. He got one famous line, so I'll, I'll give him that. But it's not a good movie because he was in it. It's really a very good ensemble cast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can find us on Facebook. We have a fantastic, awesome, wonderful Facebook group, this Strongly Worded Pod group. I hope you will search for it and ask to join. We've got some great members. We have some interesting discussions in there. Um, we would love to hear what you have to say. You can email us at stronglywordedpod at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at stronglywordedpod, Snapchat at strongly underscore worded, or on Twitter. Strongly worded P. Strongly worded P. <laughs> We're always going to laugh. Every time. Every time. Listen, from our family to yours, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. And don't we'll eat, see you next don't time. Don't eat too much turkey. Eat all the turkey you want, but join me on Monday getting your act back together. Da-da-da-da-da-da.
not for, I mean, <laughs> Johnny's I, making a face like not me <laughs> I'll still be eating leftovers and <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks for listening everybody He was Elliot Ness. The Strongly Worded Podcast is written and produced by Johnny Hampton and Sue O'Lear. Music production and vocals by Marshall Max Lamont Hamilton.